Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome inside Garage Door Sports. Your no-holds-barred weekly discussion on everything in the sporting world. For all your news on hockey, baseball, basketball, football, soccer, and more, you've come to the right place. And now, it's time for your hosts, Nick McVicker, Kyle Vardy, and Irfan Manji. That's right, folks. We are back. Episode number 15 of the podcast. Still working on getting it every week. Last weekend with the long weekend kind of screwed us, but uh, it's fine. We're back. Nick McVicker joined in studio by Irfan Manji. Irfan, how you doing today, man? Good. I'm glad we're back. Yeah, me too. Always I mean, it's the summer, back. so I get it. But it's been a it's been a weird summer for the for us. Yeah. Like I know there's not a whole lot to talk about outside of baseball. Mm. But there's been. I mean, we got something today. Yeah, but I mean, uh, we could have done that a while ago. We just Probably. haven't. We really haven't had a chance to just sit yeah. down and talk stuff. So it's it's just nice to try to get back into the yeah. flow. of Yeah, and things. I'm sure when the season starts, we'll be back regularly, which would be nice too. Yeah, I mean. We got uh, MLB season has been actually very entertaining, and next week I'm sure we'll talk that because we don't have any other like massive stories to talk yeah. about. Um, but we we just got to get back in the flow of things. We'll be fine. Kyle is up at a cottage. This is what happens in the summer. Yeah, he's he actually vacation a little. He, no, he's actually at uh, something called Cornfest. Okay. Well, h- half of our office is at Cornfest. Because one guy lives in the town that it's hosted in. Okay. And everyone, that's just, <laughs> it's going to be a booze fest. Apparently there's like a boxing ring, like a kickboxing ring that people can sign up and you just go and fight. Dope. It's, t- it's just degenerates on degenerates just going to drink, eat corn, yeah. and <laughs> fight. Like it's Yeah, booze-filled fights. Absolutely. <laughs> but you know what? Hey, it's it, it got everybody in the, in the office excited. Everyone was going to have fun. I, I couldn't go. I had playoff hockey last night. Yeah. Did you guys win? We did, actually. Yeah. Congratulations. Ugly, ugly game. One of the worst games I've played in beer league ever. Like, dirty play. It was bad. But you still won? We still won, Excellent. and we're in the finals next week. Excellent. Nice. Congratulations. So it's, it's just a bit ugly. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm glad to have you back. I know we've, we've missed you a couple times this summer with you being uh, going back and forth with Ottawa. Yeah. Uh, you excited for that? You get your master's coming, right? Uh, yep, yep. Two more weeks, and then I'm officially out of this city and back to my old one. Back to phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> back to phone call. Hopefully Skype, too. Skype, yeah. We'll, we'll see if we can figure that out. Yeah. I mean, it's... Uh, it's a lot. Phone calls we know work for sure. Yeah, so for I, sure. If that's if that's the case, that's the case. I'm still down for that. Um. Anyways, we should probably talk some sports other than just our last. I'm happy to talk lifestyle, but it's well, uh, maybe one episode we'll dedicate to how we're doing. Just how we're doing. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know if we can fit that all in one episode, but it is what it is. Um. So the big story that we're going to talk about today is we already did the NHL season review, free agency shenanigans. Yeah, let's flip over to the NBA, and we saw an incredible playoffs. We did uh, in many aspects. Yes, um, some unbelievable free agent frenzy. <laughs> one of the Jeez. one of the craziest I think I've ever seen in a single sport in one year. It, it, I think it's for the last five six years. It's this is probably the biggest one. Oh, for sure. I, I think it's the craziest free agency ever in our lifetime. Probably. 
Easily. I mean, the Shaq, yeah, one, was, so. the Shaq one was pretty big, but yeah. at the same time, that had a couple big names, and that was about it. This, this one, one like, people signed, people got traded. Oh, it was like, Dwayne Wade went out and said, my farewell tour is like, hey, man, I just look like a collector now because <laughs> half the players on that, the jersey swap, they're not on that team anymore. Yeah. So It's uh, it's kind of crazy. Um, and the next year is going to be just as big, I think, or at least close to I it. I don't think next year. I think 2021 is supposed to be the next big one. When does Anthony Davis hit the market? Because I think it's also big. He's, he's next year, but yeah. I think there's a 2021 where Kawhi is able oh, to become a free Giannis, agent again. Yeah, Giannis. Okay. So the next couple of years. The next is, two could be. Yeah. I don't know if either of them will match this year, but it, it, it'll be interesting. Um, but let's let's backtrack. Free yes. agency comes after playoffs, yes. and the playoffs this year was uh, entertaining to say the least. We had some unbelievable matchups. We did all the way through. Really, there were some very very good matchups, and to see some of these teams play and some of them do really really well. Yeah, especially when we don't see a lot of West Coast games getting that on tnt absolutely you know what i mean absolutely like i i think uh for me i watched a lot of trailblazer games yeah this playoffs and usually i don't get a chance to watch any of that yeah it was uh it was interesting mm-hmm. and i mean we had some big teams kind of bow out early like the thunder fell out in the first round against the trailblazers on yeah. unbelievable shot by of lillard course. of course um you saw the spurs go out to the nuggets who a lot of people weren't surprised with that because the Nuggets played so well all season and then the Nuggets fell to the Trailblazers and everyone's (laughs) like what just happened like yeah um on the other half of that west bracket it kind of went as everyone thought Warriors and Rockets in the second round and Warriors that that Rockets Jazz series was a little bit closer than oh I actually I thought the Jazz were going to pull it out for a long time uh and they did and then it made a really good acquisition once we get to it yeah absolutely um to help them Hopefully. Yeah, and uh, that's the thing. I think a lot of these teams that did struggle in the playoffs did make some good moves in the free agency. Yeah. Um, then you look in the, in the East, and you got the Bucks walked through the Pistons. They did. And the Celtics had a little bit of trouble with the Pacers, but they still got through with they, relative ease. They did. I think the top four in the East were so much stronger than the bottom four, so that's why you saw one, two, three, four all make it to the second round. Huge discrepancy. Right? Yeah. Um. The Raptors did kind of struggle in that first round against the Magic, just matchup wise. It was it was harder it was, than they thought. It was game one where they kind of got knocked around a little bit, yeah. and they I don't, figured it out. I, I mean, Kyle Lowry got pushed around by the media, going, "Oh, hey, man, this was absolute shit." Blah 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 blah. But I think you needed a kick in the ass. Yeah, and I don't think they looked back from there. No, absolutely not. And they they look they look good. I'm not saying that they didn't look good, but they were they they struggled a little bit more than people thought they were going to in that yes. first round. Because they um, thought they'd, they'd have a bit of an easier matchup, but the Magic were like, hell no, we're going to bring it to you even if we... Absolutely. And and it was great to see that from um, the Magic. Then you see the second round matchups and, <laughs> I mean... The Kawhi shot. The Kawhi shot is the iconic moment, but there was, there was a couple big plays in that Raptors 76ers series yeah. that... It could have gone either way for either team. Oh, for sure. Like it could have been. It could have probably been a five-game series had a couple shots fell for the Raptors in games. Uh, I think it was two and three. Yeah, I think so. Right, or it could have gone. Around, it could have yeah. gone to the 76ers yeah. in one and four. Like yeah. it, it, was it was one was of those series toss. that it was just like wow. For like, sure, it was back and forth. It was like the Raptors had a game where they absolutely dominated, and you're like, oh, cool, they're gonna take the next game, and then the 76ers come out, and they're like, well. Well, sorry, <laughs> Joel Embiid's like, I'm going to wake up today. My back's not hurting today. I don't feel like crap. I'm going to score like 35 points or whatever. Exactly. Um, no, th- I think that was a the coin toss on that one too. 
right? And then um, you get the other series where Milwaukee just walked over Boston. Like, it, it wasn't even close. No. and I thought it would be, they'd get a little, like, I thought the Celtics would be able to push back a little, especially yeah. with Brad Stevens being a good defensive coach. Yeah. No. Giannis just... Giannis, Middleton, um, Bogdan, Lopez, even yeah. as a like just a down low threat, like they're starting five absolutely outplayed. They just they dominated. They they did lose one game, but they dominated. They like, lost dominated. the first game, right? Was yeah, it? yeah. And then after that, it's like, well, nope. Yeah. So, so um, then you get into the conference finals, and Golden State made Portland look stupid. Yes, for nothing. But Portland shouldn't. No one expected Portland to even make it that far, so they no. that, that was a successful season for them. Yes, of course. And th- I think they can only get better from here. Absolutely. They're a young team Yeah, um, with some good leadership, I think, with Lillard mm-hmm. and... Um, oh, I'm going to blank uh, on McCallum. Name. Thank you, McCollum. Yeah, McCollum. Yeah. CJ McCollum. That, that, that's a good tandem to have. There is. And you know what? The Nuggets and the Trailblazers might be the future of that West. Oh, If yeah. they can, you know... Survive the LA's. Yes. But you know, if the LA teams we'll take each there. other out, but we'll we'll get to that. Yeah, That's, we're not there yet. Yeah. Um, and then in the East, you got Toronto, continuing the Cinderella run. Yeah. <laughs> if you can call a second place team in the conference a Cinderella run. Well, considering they keep choking the last couple of years, this was. It was a different team. It was a completely different. It was team. a different team. I I, I hate that comparison. And yes, I understand that the Raptors, as a team, yes, technically have choked. Yes. But it's a different team. I agree it's with totally you. Different. I do agree with you. But I think the reason why they were the underdogs in that Buck series was because they're like, well, they've never gotten over that hump. That's fair. But I'm saying like the whole run, oh, all the way oh, through. Yeah. Everyone, everyone called this a Cinderella run almost. And I'm like, they're, they're second in the conference. How can you call it a Cinderella? They were almost. It's not seventh or eighth. No, they're not the last place team. They going were almost the first at one point if they didn't fall off in the middle of the season. <laughs> like, I, no, I don't call. I don't consider Cinderella them Cinderella. I just think they got over that hump. Yes, I, I'll agree to that. I totally agree. Yeah. Um, and that that series went six games, and yes, Giannis had a couple good games that the first kept, two games kept yeah. the Bucks in it. Yeah, but Toronto shut him down. For in yes. comparison, yes, no, absolutely, yes. They figured out how to shut Giannis down, and teams that are going up against him in a playoff series moving forward need to watch the film from that series yes. and say. Oh, that's how you do it. Yes, but this off season he worked on what he struggled with Absolutely. against Raptors. So, but until he shows that he can do it, you shut down yes. everything else. You shut down the paint and don't let him get there. The way the Celtics played in Game One of that series against the Bucks—that's yeah. exactly what they did. The way they shut him down. Yeah. And then it's like, well, we don't know how to play defense anymore. Yeah. They forgot. They forgot what they were doing. Yeah. And it's kind of sad because, like, Giannis is, in my opinion, the future best player in the league. He's almost he's, there. Yeah. He's not. He's not there yet. No. I still think, if everyone's healthy, LeBron is still the best player in the league. There, I'm not arguing with you on that. Right. No. I agree. Some people. Some people will argue, and that's fine. Like I, I'm. I'm open to that argument because he is getting up there in yes. age. Um. You can also put Curry up there. You can also put Harden up there. You can also put Durant up there mm-hmm. when he's healthy. I even put Kyrie near there. I don't think he is in that top five, but he's close when yes. he's on his game and he's dominating a game. He is a very, very dominant force. It's hard to disagree. Giannis is probably third in my head behind yes. Durant and LeBron when healthy. Yes. I don't like Durant. I don't think he's a good teammate. I don't think he's there for the team. He's there for himself. Mm-hmm. But I will never take away from his skill level. Yes. If you're comparing skill level and what you can do with a team. What he can do on the court is... Like he can take over. 
he can take over again. I mean, if we talk about the finals, he was at what twenty two, twenty five points in the third quarter. Like he still had. Yeah. If he didn't get injured, he's he's coming in and he's scoring thirty five points for yeah. you. No, he's he's a good good player, yeah. and he has the ability to control games. Yes. But and Giannis is there. Yeah. He's there. Oh, Giannis, Giannis he, can control games. He he did it against the Pistons. Absolutely destroyed them. Did it. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm saying, I know. It's a piston. It's not I know, really but I'm just saying, do. though, but you saw a little taste of what he can do, and then he did it against a, a better Celtics team. Oh, absolutely. And then he did it in the first two games of that Raptors series. Absolutely. Uh, not the first, the first game. It was. Didn't the Raptors win the first game? No, they lost the first two, and then the Raptors won the oh, next right. four. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. For some reason, I thought they won one, lost two, and then won no, three. No, no, no. They won four, and it was Whatever. basically a sweep. Yeah, but that first game was still 108 100. It was. Right? So it's not like he. Dominated to the point of game two, where they won by twenty. No, but points. he was still playing was, well. Yes, right? absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. No, and and that's the thing. I just think he is the next step. The next. He's an absolute freak athlete. He is, and right? he's just getting better. And he's just getting better. This offseason, if you saw a video, he was just fantastic. Right. I'm just saying, until he shows in a game that yes. he's made that change, that he's made the made the adjustment, you just still play him. You're not getting to the paint. Yeah. That's that's the way you play. Yeah, it's like it's like the best hockey players in the game. You don't let them get to the front of the net. Yes, because that's the easiest place to score from. I would know. I scored four goals this week in two games. From I swear to God, I don't think I scored for more than three feet. All four goals. Because <laughs> it's the easiest place to score yeah, from. You just go up there and you get it. Yeah. Right. You I find agree. the rebound. You put a puck in. I had two t- deflections. Like you, you just you get to that point the because that's the easiest. Get there where yes, and. He just has to adjust. Yeah. And until we see it, you're right. Until we see it. And there was a lot of complaints in that Raptor series that they were playing too physical against Giannis and there wasn't being any calls. I watched the games. There there might have been like a couple missed calls. Yeah. But overall, I thought the refs were very fair both ways. I think so too. I, I don't think that series had any real issue. Actually, I, I think, and I'm going to knock on wood, the playoffs were actually ref very, very well this year. Yes. I was surprised because there was a lot of Bad missed calls in the regular season. Well, I think across all the major leagues, we had an issue with refing. Yes. To begin with, like they weren't. I will say they weren't great in the final. I no. felt that there was a couple games that they were trying to lean towards Golden State, but, but that aside, I think that overall aside, there was some. There were some times that they were leaning towards Toronto. Yes. And like I, I will fully admit that there were uh-huh. some calls that went Toronto's way that shouldn't have. No, of course. But overall, across the playoffs, I think it was a very, very, fairly. Reft yes. year, yes. which and, and is hard to say. And you know, if they made a mistake, they found a way to fix that mistake for the next game. Yeah, and th- that was important to do, especially come absolutely games like this. Absolutely. Yeah. And then we saw the final, which, ladies and gentlemen, there's a championship in Canada. Finally, <laughs> for the first time since 1993, a professional. Well, I, c- I can't say that because TFC won two years ago. But one of the big four sports yes. has a championship in, in Canada, Canada. Yeah. for at least a year. Yes. At least. At least a year. There's I mean, I'm not saying that they're going to win next year. No, That's anything not can happen, though, they, in playoffs. Yeah. They're still a good team. Mm-hmm. They're going to compete in the East because the East isn't very strong outside no. of the I mean, Bucks you look and at the, the Celtics. Top, <laughs> you look at the top four that was in the second round, you're probably going to see them again. Maybe not in the second round, but they'll be in the playoffs. Yes. But, like... Who knows? Like they're they're probably the two four best teams. I agree. Even after the offseason. I, I agree. Um there's some there was some 
big names moved, and we'll, we'll talk about that. Yes. But I was very impressed with how the Raptors handled the pressure in the finals. Mm-hmm. After, after, as you said, they've choked so many years in mm-hmm. a row. And yes, it was a totally different team. But it almost looked like the mindset was different after every single game yes. than, than it has been in the past. And I don't know if that was Kawhi necessarily. I don't know if maybe it was Nick Nurse. Right, and that's not even bashing Dwayne Casey because I thought Dwayne Casey was a phenomenal coach. I think I he is one of the most underrated coaches in the NBA. I agree, and that's why the Pistons managed to get into the playoffs this year because they were not a good team. Uh, no. If if you go player for player on that Pistons team, outside of Blake Griffin, can you name another player? And Andre Drummond. That's it. Is he still there? Uh, Andre Drummond. I don't know. That's a good the question. Big man. I think he's still there. I think he's still there. But Anyways, like that's it, right? Yeah. But they they don't have. Top end talent, right? They, they're just yeah. He's a piston. They're just there. Like they're they're not, they're not gonna blow you away. They're gonna just. No. He, but Dwayne Casey made them a fighter's chance at yeah. Well, I mean, every they, game. They, they beat the Raptors, the whole se- this whole season basically, right? Hold on, they have Jose Calderon on their roster. <laughs> That's right, Raptors fans. Jose Calderon is still in the NBA. Did you know that? I remember him in the beginning of the season with the Cavs, and that's it. Now, I'm actually very impressed with some of the players that they have on their roster that are young. Mm. And I think in two or three years, with Dwayne Casey still coaching, they're going to be a very dangerous team. But sure. they're not there yet. No. Dwayne Casey is a great coach, but maybe Nick Nurse's mentality is what helped the Raptors this year. He's a very calm person when he's just talking to his players. Yes. Yes, you can see during games he's very intense and he doesn't like having bad calls against his team. Of course. But that's every coach. But when he's not yelling at the refs and he turns around to his players during a team talk, he's one of the calmest coaches in those team talks. You don't see him yelling at the guys. You see him just kind of like, all right, boys, let's go. Let's take take a next play. Let's go next play. Dwayne Casey as well, though. I know. The calmness, and I think that having him as a mentor. Yeah, oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. I'm just saying maybe it was some a way that Nick talked to the team or yeah. something that made it a little bit different. I don't know. We don't none of us will know. No, we were in the locker. Room. But no. you look after every single game. There was not a celebration when they won a game. No, it's like until the, the until the game until the next. Until on they the won. Next. There was no championship. It was there was no cheering, there was no hoopla. No. They won a game. They treated it like game 63 of the season. They didn't care. No. They were more worried about that final game. Yes. Until we have it in our hands, until we have 16 wins, yeah. it doesn't matter. And I think Kawhi also had something to do with that. Danny Green also had something to do with it. I, I'll agree to that, but I don't know how much Kawhi is instilling that in teammates because it's Kawhi. He's a very quiet guy. Well, Danny the, Green, I think, had a bigger influence. Yes, because the guys were like, oh, let's celebrate. And then I think these guys were like, guys, let's go to the next one. You lost next game. We won next game until we win sixteen. Until the the championship is in our hands. Until no, it's not even. I don't know if it was even if the championship until the championship is in our hands. Until the championship is handed out. Yeah. Or we don't get to play anymore. Yeah. That's it doesn't matter. It yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And I think that was the difference in this Raptors team, and we saw some unbelievable things from this Raptors team this year. Yeah, they grew together, and it was. F- I th- I thought it was great. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the entire season, they just got better every game, even Absolutely. if they lost. Nurse found a way to be like, okay, this is my starting five for the playoffs, and he found a way to get there. He found a way to win. He found a way to be better defensively. And even even better, he wasn't 
in love with his starting five to the point where if that starting five wouldn't match up well against another starting five, he wouldn't change it. Like, you know, some coaches, yeah. they stick with their starting five regardless of who they're playing. Yes. He didn't do that. He felt that I have, let's probably be fair, he probably had eight or nine guys on his roster that he could trust. Yes. Now, that's not saying the other four guys that were rostered weren't trustworthy, but no. he had he had eight or nine guys on his roster that he could trust at any situation. He didn't care who he started, and the players didn't seem to really care. No. It wasn't like when Gasol was playing really well, Ibaka got pissed off that no, he wasn't starting. No, it's because and we're going to the vice versa. Yes. They didn't care. So Nick Nurse used his team that he had in front of him to the best of his ability. Mm-hmm. He tried all his combinations during the season, and then in the playoffs, he's like, "This is what I want. These are my guys. If These, you're starting, this is, this is who's playing starting. this game to start. This is who's playing this game to start. We're, we're going to match. If you came off the bench, you were good. If you started, you were good. It didn't matter where yeah. you were. Absolutely. You got minutes, especially Absolutely. in that core of eight or nine that you're safe, yeah. right? And I think out of that eight or nine, the Raptors lost two, mm. right? Yeah. And now the tenth guy is Norman Powell. Okay. Yeah. In my opinion. So he has the chance to now jump into that top eight and take a very, very big role moving forward because he's going to get minutes. Yes. Without a doubt. And he can now take that, which when Danny Green and Kawhi got here and while DeRozan was here, mm-hmm. he didn't get that minutes because he was the third guy on the list. Yeah. He was just the guy on the bench that comes on. Right. Kills time. Now yeah. he's the second. He's gonna he's gonna get minutes, which is good because I like Norman Powell. I think he plays with a chip on his shoulder. Yes, and I think he wants to show everybody that he's good enough to play in the NBA. Is he there yet? No, he's not there yet, and that's unfortunate because mm. after his rookie year, I thought he was gonna be there at this point, but he hasn't give, been given a full chance yet. He will now, but he'll sure. get a chance. Yeah. Him and OG are gonna get Him, more. OG, you're gonna see Freddie. Yeah. You're going to see... If Ibaka... Is Ibaka starting now? Again, I that's going to be a matchup thing for yeah. Nurse. So it's going to be Ibaka and Gasol. Yes. Right? Which, I don't care. That's great. And then you're going to have Siakam play the four. Mm-hmm. Or, if you want to go really big, you start all three of them. Mm-hmm. And then you have two I know, players... See, I know they lost Kawhi, and I know they lost Danny Green, but they're still a very good oh, team. Oh, they're a very they're good They're a very team. good defensive team, and they're going to piss some teams off. And they're going to work. Yes. And that's one thing that I know gets very, very swept under the rug for a lot of people. Yeah. But they're gonna work hard. Mm-hmm. They're gonna make you they're gonna make you earn points and they're gonna run you into the ground. Yeah. They they're a gritty team. Right? You look at some of the players that they got, right? And I guess we'll move sort of into um Free agency. Free agency, but we'll, we'll just focus on the Raptors for now because, yes, we lost Leonard and we lost Danny Green. That's really it. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Lin, yes, technically we're losing Jeremy Lin. Yeah, but Lin played, what, two minutes? Yeah, in the playoffs, I think he played five minutes. Yeah. Right? Not really a big loss. But it's then you see who we added, and there's there's actually You still have the same mentality that's... But there's a couple good players that we added. Mm-hmm. Um, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson was a top... 15 pick I think maybe Probably. 4 years ago we added him for 2 million a year that that could be a very good off the bench small forward hmm. maybe even starting depending on how they want to go right I think Masai had a backup plan and he, and he filled it well yeah Stanley Johnson is another small forward that we picked up 
23 years old. Both young guys. Like Both of them are under 24. Yeah. OG's 22. And he, healthy OG will be good for the Raptors. Right? Yeah. Um, Who else did we pick up? I think it was three players in total. Two. Who am I missing? Well, I mean, we got our draft pick, Dewan Hernandez, who has looked who looked really, really good in uh, summer league. Mm. Uh, what that means, it's summer league, so it's hard to say. But he looked really good, which is nice. Yeah. Well, put him with Nick Nurse and the yeah. Mets, and I think you can get a solid player out of yeah. him. Yeah. So the the starting lineup is gonna probably be in uh, very, very rough guess at this point in time because we really don't know. Um, but you're gonna have Lowry at point. Shooting guard. I I really don't know at this point who's going to start at shooting guard because they could put OG there, they could put Powell there, they could put Freddie there. You have options. You do. Okay, so let's just say Freddie comes off the bench as okay, your so sixth Freddy's, guy. Okay, so Freddie's PG two. Yes, he's your sixth. Um, I would probably start OG yeah. if he's healthy. Of course. Right. Give him a shot, yeah. And then you can go back and then between. Powell, Powell's off yeah. the bench. Yeah. SG2. Yeah, there you go. Small forward. You can go back. Again, kind of depends on how you want to how you want to play. If mm-hmm. you want to go big, then you have Siakam start at small forward with Ibaka and Gasol power forward center. Yeah. If you want to go regular size, then you probably have Gasol start center, mm-hmm. uh, Siakam at power forward. and Who's your small? I'd probably start Stanley Johnson. There you go. I still that's a that's still a very it's good a very very solid group. And then even if you have to go off the bench, you have Hollis Jefferson, you Van have Vliet, Van Vliet, Powell. Boucher, Powell. Um, you got some good role. Patrick guys. McCaw. You have some good role still guys there. coming in. Yeah, there you go. You have a solid top ten. Right, and uh, Jody Meeks too. Yeah, isn't Jody Meeks uh, going to sign somewhere else, or he's still on the roster? I think he's still on the roster. Lloyd was waived. Okay. I know that. I don't know. I read something about Meeks or something, but I could be wrong. No. Okay. It's probably. I know Lloyd. Don't. Lloyd was just waived last week. Yeah, on the second, um, I think. We also have Eric Moreland. That was a, that was an interesting pickup as well. He's twenty-seven. I mean, the depths there—they've added what they need. Yeah. If you can get these bench players to come in and get a couple points, but also play some good defense, I, the Raptors are gonna compete. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Moreland's a very good defensive player. Guy was put up 1.4 points for 8.6 minutes per game last year and across five games, so mm. it wasn't wasn't a big sample size. But he had four rebounds a game. You need that. You need I mean, it. you Ra- need it. The Raptors were outclassed in that Buck series for s- some time, and then against the Sixers as well. Oh, absolutely. So I think getting someone who can get the offensive boards for you, or even the defensive boards, is important. Yeah, and it's going to be, as I said, it's going to be a very interesting season for the Raptors. It's going to be a very different season for the Raptors, that's for sure. It's going to be a lot tougher to get to the final now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And until we see them play, we don't know what this team's going to be, As, which is a weird statement considering they just won the championship. Yeah, But you also lost your best player. But how many times do you say... We don't know what the championship team is going to look like in no. a, in professional sports. If you go back the last eight years, you're like, yeah, definitely. You go back to the Heat, you know that the next year is going to happen until you know LeBron went back to yeah. Cleveland, and then you knew with the the Warriors, same thing. Yeah, it's it's just kind of weird. Like, 
I, I can't even think of any team across any of the major sports. Yeah. Even if you go over to England, or like soccer in Europe. Your core state. Most of the we, time. We, you know what the championship team is going to look like. Yeah. They might not be as good, but you, you have a general idea. I think the Raptors could finish anywhere from second to sixth in the East. Yeah. They Which should. is crazy. Crazy. They can, yeah, for sure. They're still but, a very, very good team. Yeah, but I just don't know. And it sucks because I like the Raptors. I had fun going to the – I went to one game last year. Mm. I had fun. It's a fun atmosphere. It's a great atmosphere. But Especially when the neighbors aren't winning anything. <laughs> I mean, that's a different story, but – Well, I mean, technically they were in the playoffs too. They were, yes. So. But I meant like in terms of yeah. oh, absolutely. major top four championship, absolutely. right? Um, but let's uh, let's move on. Let's take a step to yeah. the, to the next step. Yeah. Um, after the championship was brought home and the parade, which by the way was phenomenal. Were you there? I went. Yes. Sweet. I did. I wasn't down at uh, Nathan Phillips Square, but I was. I went with a couple people from work. Uh, actually, Kyle and TJ. We 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 were the only ones who actually wanted to go. Apparently, so they're like, "Yeah, you guys can go. Just make sure you come back to work." Cool. And then I'm like, well, can I just, since I'm downtown, can I just take the day to go see my brother? I got in a little shit for that, but it's fine. <laughs> it's it's fine. It's in the past. But no, it was really cool just to see this city come together. It's nice. It was, was really, really cool. And it was people from, like, all walks of life. Everyone was there. It was Very Jurassic Parks coming together. Yeah, I know. It came out to be, like, almost three million people. Came That's to watch awesome. the parade. That's awesome. A parade with no floats. Just cars, just no. Just a couple of buses and some cars. And yeah, man, it was still even watching it on TV. It was really nice. Yeah. But regardless, after the parade, after the draft, Zion went to the uh, Pelicans. RJ went to the Knicks. Yes. Ja Morant went to the Grizzlies, Grizzlies. Who, by the way, are bringing back the old Vancouver Grizzlies yeah, style jersey for sweet. some games. I'm so excited. I love that jersey. It's hanging up. Hopefully, in they the, do it when they're in Toronto. It's hanging up. In are the they studio. playing this? Well, no, it'd be a home game. Oh, okay. Um, but still, you could. They could. No, they yeah. could. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. We'll see. But I'm very excited about that because I think those jerseys are one of the nicest in NBA history. They are. That I like the purple Dino ones too. Those are the those classics. Are, those are pretty nasty. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Other than that, there wasn't many big surprises in the draft. So let's just move straight into uh, free agency and. Well, actually, let's let's go pre-free agency, I guess. And we so had a we had a trade. Is that the Davis deal? The Davis deal. Ugh, the entire we, we had a trade that changed the course of NBA history for about a day and a half. And, <laughs> yeah, like that's that's what the overwhelming theme of this free agency was. Yeah, the course of NBA history has been changed again. Twenty-five hours and again. Same, yeah. And again, it's just Holy moly. it's just teams were like, I can do the next one better. <laughs> I see this trade and, and I raise, raise you this <laughs> signing. <laughs> it was crazy, but Davis goes to the Lakers for basically everything the Lakers have. Yeah, <laughs> it was uh, interesting trade. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up because I want to be exactly right yeah, with here. what they got. Um, no, I, I I got this. I, I know. I just it. I liked. I'm gonna look at it. <laughs> um. Let's see. So, as part of a three-team trade, because the Pelicans, uh, Lakers, and the Wizards were all involved. I forgot about the Wizards in this one, but 
Um, Anthony Davis was traded from the New Orleans Pelicans to the Los Angeles Lakers. The Lakers traded Lonzo Ball, Josh Hart, DeAndre Hunter, Brandon Ingram, Cash, and a 2021 first-round pick, a 2023 first-round pick, a 2024 first-round pick to the New Orleans Pelicans. The Lakers traded Isaac Bongo, Bonga, sorry, Jamario Jones, Maurice Wagner, and a 2022 second-round pick to the Wizards, and the Wizards traded Cash to the Pelicans. Yeah. Uh, nine. Wait, hold on. Yeah, how many players? Nine through thirty protected. Oh, so there were stipulations on the draft picks. Yeah, and there, there's an option to swap picks too. Yeah, if need be. But basically, the Lakers Oy. traded everybody they have. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven players for one. Four draft picks. Hmm. Three first-round picks, a second-round pick, and seven players. Jesus. And cash. Cash traded hands, too. Cash is always valuable. Yeah, yeah, it was... So who who was left at that point? LeBron? LeBron. (laughs) And uh, Kuzma. Kuzma. Yeah, no, it's going to be... It's going to be an interesting little roster that they got going on there. Um, They're going to be... They're still going to be very good. Oh, for sure. You got Davis and... LeBron. LeBron. Like... (laughs) LeBron uh, at point guard is what the talk is. That's right what now. they're talking about, right? I mean, you could. He can still run an offense. He still ran the offense when he wasn't even at point guard. He runs the offense anyway. Yeah. But, like, right now they have Davis, Kuzma. James. James. Is um, Rondo back? DeMarcus Cousins signed. Yeah. Uh, Danny Green signed. There's Rondo back there. Rondo is back, but I thought he signed a deal somewhere else. I don't know. Uh Giannis's brother yeah. has signed. Costas, <laughs> Avery Bradley, mm-hmm. Jared Dudley, Avery Quinn Bradley. Cook from the Warriors is actually a sneaky good signing for he them. He is, and Avery Bradley is a good defender. Contavious Caldwell Pope. Yeah, they were looking to sell him too. Yeah, so they they've uh, they've retooled. They did. They They're gonna be good. They're gonna be better than last year by far. I think they will be better. I, w- I want to say by far, but I'm not convinced until they play a game. I get it. Because I have no idea how they're going to line up at this point. Well, you have Davis, James, and Kuzma for sure. But no. They're, no. they're talking about Kuzma coming off the bench still. Still? Yes. That's the guy, why I'm the like. Guy, the guy I, fully came out and said the other day that I'm going to be the next thing. Like, yeah, but I'm, to start the season, they're talking about him coming off the bench. It's like, but like. No. Was are they trying to make him the sixth player? Like, yeah. m- make him a Mo Williams or who is it? Williams. Who's shoot, what's uh, yeah. his name? No. Mo Williams. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, no, they're gonna start Cousins and Davis at the four five. Yeah. And then they're gonna start LeBron, LeBron, Danny Green, and then and probably Rondo? Caldwell Pope oh, or Caldwell. Queen. Yeah. Nah. It's right? still it's still a good. It's a good line, but. It's not a world beater lineup, in my mm. opinion. No, because I don't trust Cousins anymore. Well, he hasn't been healthy. That's what I mean. Because he hasn't been healthy, and I don't know if he'll ever be back to dominant Demarcus Cousins. Yeah. Un- but, until I see that. But uh, unless he like, I think he'll give you, you know, above average defense. Oh yeah, of course. But we'll he see. still didn't. He didn't show that well in no. the final. We don't know what what this team like has a huge upside 
We'll give them that. Absolutely. But I think you're right when it comes down to we have to see them play. Absolutely. And, that's and that, that can be the case for every team that made that trade is let's see what they can do now. Yeah. They, they got better, sure, but yeah, what's and that's the next the thing. step? That's, that's what I'm, I think that's more what I'm saying is that until I see how good they can be, mm. they're just going to be good in my opinion. They're going to yeah. be a middle plaque playoff team. and I, I don't think they're going to be world beaters. No. Um, but until we see something different. Yeah. And there, and they're, like, like we said, it's the upside still there. Oh, of course. Yeah. I, I I totally agree to that. I'm just saying until I see it, I can't make a comment. Um, so let's and now into actual free agency, yeah. which started off with a couple big bangs. Mm-hmm. Um, Durant, who won't play this year. Doesn't look like it, no. No. he If he does, he's stupid. <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. It's true. I'm I'm saying this from a kinesiology standpoint. Take if he plays this year, yeah, he's risking so much more than a couple games. Yeah. He's risking yeah. his knee and his Achilles. His entire career. His entire lower leg could be screwed for the rest of his life. Take you don't care. you don't do it. You don't uh, you just don't. Care. But it is him. We'll see what happens. He signs with Brooklyn. Um Brooklyn really retooled. I they went did well. They went Durant, Irvin. I can't. Don't know why I said it that way. Kyrie. Yeah, Kyrie. Yeah, it's just easier to say that. Um, DeAndre Jordan signed with them. Mm-hmm. Um, they they took a little less money to make sure they could fit another big man in there. Yeah, I thought there was more. Yeah, and you know, like if we go back a couple years for Garrett the Nets, Temple. they sold their entire system just to get Garnett and Paul. Yeah. Pierce. So, this is nice to see them change it up, get better, but not give up. Everything they have. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, they did a good job making sure that even with Durant out this year, they're going to be a very competitive team. Oh, they're they're probably a good playoff team. Right? Yeah. So that's good. Um, Vucevic re-signed with Orlando, which I think was the smartest thing for Orlando to do because they are a very young team, yes. but they looked very good this year in, at times. Yeah, they had looked different... experience. Yes. But looked very good at times. They have different weapons. Um. I already mentioned Kyrie. Jimmy Butler went to the Heat as part of a sign-in trade. Coming from a guy who said he didn't want to go to Miami ever when he started his career, but I, was, yeah. I know, I know he was young. I know he was young when he said it. I but so hate that. Actually, <laughs> I I listened to a Bill Maher. Mm. He has his show. Yeah, yeah. I there's some stuff I don't really agree with him on, um, mm. but. A lot of in the states right now during the political stuff, they've been talking a lot about um, people stuff people have said in the past. Like now, granted, they're using stuff from like the seventies, mm. so forty years ago, right? Yeah. And Bill had a great comeback. It's like if if we're allowed to do this, I think you should have to dress in the clothes from that time frame that that you're pulling stuff from, and I think you should have to do. Th- because we we evolve. Oh no, we yes. grow. Things that people said back then mm. don't they don't correlate to now. But everyone said that stuff back then. Yes. Right. It's I, not like for a great example, this whole yeet and bay and all that stuff that we say now, which mm. is common. Mm-hmm. All the slang. Yeah. It's it's not gonna be there in ten years. No. Right. Like it, it's we evolve as a human race. We evolve as people you can change yes right i'm only and he used a great he used a great example too mm. of um obama when he became president he was against gay marriage 
And then he did an interview later, and he's like, I really evolved on this subject because of Biden. And the, the whole thing yes, he yes. was talking about was Biden, Bill. We can't be holding people to what they no, said the 5, the 10, the 15 reason, years ago. The only reason I bring it up was I just I was reading the comments, and I sat yeah. there laughing at like 12 in the morning or whatever and going, okay, people are stupid. I need to go to bed now. Well, it's not that. But I'm just, I just get so frustrated because they keep pulling these tweets from kids from 10 years ago during the draft or 10 years well, ago. They make like a, they made a racy comment or whatever. And yeah. Like, well, He's 14. Yeah. Let the kid live. No, right? I was just. And I guarantee he posted that and then got ripped for it. Probably. Right? Mm-hmm. It happens. Kind of people people make dumb comments. If they don't learn and they continue to make dumb comments, ben that's call. when you can rip them. Yeah, but if, if they made they it grow, twenty years ago, if they grow and they realize yeah. what they did wrong, shut up. Yeah, I don't. Especially get it. if they've gone back and apologized at one point. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you know what? They might have apologized for those comments, mm-hmm. just maybe not public. No, but right? to the so people that yeah, exactly. No, I just that I know. I I totally get what you're saying. I, I'm just so frustrated with. The, the mentality. Me- no, the media just yeah. saying, oh, they said this, oh, he's not a good person. Have you talked to him? Have you had a conversation? Do you know him? If he's like that now, then sure, go ahead and rip him, but he's not. Yeah, that's the time. Yeah, no, I got it. I get frustrated with that. But Anyways. I think a good pickup for the Heat, Very especially moving on from Dwayne Wade. And that was in a uh, that was in a sign-in trade, yes. too. So that was, he signed technically with the 76ers. Mm-hmm. And I think this was another. Four-team deal. Is what oh, this was a four-team deal. Four-team deal. Went, some pick went to the Clippers, and the 76ers got something. And uh, Yeah, so the f- 76ers traded Jimmy Butler to the Heat. Mm. The Los Angeles Clippers traded cash to the Heat. The Heat traded a 2023 first-round pick to the Clippers. The Heat traded Josh Richardson to the 76ers. They traded Hassan Whiteside to the Trailblazers. Mm. Uh, the 76ers traded... Matthias Lesort, never heard that name before, uh, to the Clippers. The Trailblazers traded Mo Harkless to the Clippers, mm. and the Trailblazers traded Myers Leonard to the Heat. So a lot of bodies moving around. There. Lots of bodies moving around, but that actually, the Heat got two of the better players out of those deals, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Myers Leonard is a very good young player, mm. and they got Butler. So in a way, they they got those two players for a first round pick, essentially. And Whiteside, oh, yeah, but Who? Whiteside's declining. Last but Whiteside years. can be very good. Yes, if he's put in the right system, in my opinion. I don't think Miami's been playing the right system for him for the last year and a half, almost two years. I get it. Um, so that was that was the Jimmy Butler deal. Good pickup. For good sure. pickup, absolutely. He'll be he'll be a good presence if you can get that locker room. And then they went and replaced him with Al Horford. <laughs> <sighs> Which is fine. He's going to be another big body for them. It's going to be an, a different look 76ers next year, and they're going to be a very good team. Yeah, Horford's a good player. I'm actually pissed that the uh, Celtics lost him. And they re-signed Tobias Harris, which mm-hmm. was a big move for them. Yeah, because they, they were about to lose Butler and Harris. Yeah, so they managed to keep one. Mm. Um, Kemba Walker did a sign-in trade and now is on the Boston Celtics. Yes. And that sign-in trade was just a two-team deal. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> no extra thoughts involved. Um, he yeah. was traded with a 2020 second round pick for Terry Rozier and a 2020 second round pick. Yeah. So it was Terry Rozier for Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker. Yeah. I'd take that from Boston's standpoint, but yes, whatever. Um, 
that is going to be a very interesting move. Because I think Kyrie is still better than Kemba, mm. but Kemba is more of a true team player. So that, that could be very, very good for Boston. I just don't know if they did enough to put around a good enough team. Like Jason Tatum's a great player. They they, they kept the, the young guys there, which is good. Yeah. But I think losing Horford is going to hurt them a little bit. Yeah. Moving forward. And that when I read that, I was like, oh, shit. Especially for the for how important he's been with you know Kyrie injured a couple years ago yeah. with Hayward out. I, I guess it's it's a way of Dan- Danny Ainge saying we're gonna move on, we're gonna try something different, and hopefully, you know, the young guys step up again. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's. it's I mean, they're still they're still a good basketball team. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. They're still gonna make the playoffs. It's just how are they? Gonna it's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Um. Anyways, we keep we can keep going down the list. Not many other big, big names, I guess. I mean, uh, Brogdon, Con- yeah. sign and trade to Indiana. We have Conley going to the Jazz. Which Conley is, to the Jazz is, is underrated. That was a trade, though, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. That was an actual trade. It was trade. an actual trade. Um, Terrence Ross resigned in uh, Orlando. Jonas resigned in Memphis. Hmm. We're just going to go through all former Raptors for a second. Yeah, let's do that. Because there's a lot. <laughs> uh, DeLon Wright got traded. Is that a thing? I think he got moved. No, he he just uh, he just signed. Oh no, it was part of a signing trade. You're right. Yeah. To so he signed Mavericks. with Memphis and went to Mavericks. Mm. Um, Rudy Gay resigned in San Antonio. Mm. Um, oh, th- I guess this one is sort of a big one. Um, D'Angelo Russell yeah. signed and trade to Golden State. Um, I think this was, I was a little th- surprised by that. I was as well, but. Uh, it doesn't fit. Really it doesn't replace. Yeah, but it doesn't replace Clay or KD in any way. Um. Does it like in in terms of no? But does it still make them competitive though? Yes, I think so. I think D'Angelo is a better shooter than a passer. Hmm. So to have Curry run the point and have D'Angelo play the shooting guard for the beginning of the season. It is a drop from Clay, but it's not that much of a significant drop that they're going to be uncompetitive. They're, they're going to need to fill Durant. Yes. And I don't know how they're going to do that just yet. But they, the drop from Clay to D'Angelo isn't as significant as I think some people are pointing out. The drop from Durant to whoever is going to be. It's be huge. You're, you're losing about 35 points on yeah. that. So, yeah, yeah. That, that's the thing. I, it, he it was, was, I thought they would go and... You know, get that Durant replacement first before they went and did anything else. But yeah, and that was part of the Durant sign and trade as well. Mm-hmm. So Brooklyn traded um, Russell, Trayvon Graham, Shabazz Napier to Golden State for Kevin Durant in a 2020 first round pick. Mm-hmm. So Brooklyn got back a first round pick. They did, which is I thought it would be the opposite considering Durant's. But Durant's also out. That's what it is for yeah. a year. So they don't have a player for a year. Um, yeah, I mean, we we could go down the list even further, but most of the stuff is going to be pretty straightforward. Yeah. A lot of, like, very good little little deals that have happened. Yeah, um, absolutely. Um, one that I do want to point out, Corey Joseph, the Canadian boy, mm. he's going to end up in uh, S- uh, Sacramento. Sacramento, okay. Playing with, with Harrison Barnes, and I, they... That Sacramento team is going to 
be they're still a couple of years off, but they're they're going to be dangerous this year. I think I think they're going to be underrated going into the season because if you look at their roster, I'm just going to pull it up. Sure. Buddy Heald, Harry Giles, De'Aaron Fox, Bogdan Bogdanovich, Marvin Bagley the third, Yogi Ferrell, um. Corey Joseph, Trevor Ariza signed with them, Harrison Barnes, Dwayne Dedman. They're gonna they're gonna put up some points and they're gonna play very, very tough defense. Yeah. De'Aaron Fox is gonna be a star in this league. They're not gonna get pushed around like they have the last couple of years. No. Well you say that. I think they were They're better than the Lakers. Were they? They were ninth last year. In the in the West. Yeah, but they they were still they missed Huge the p- difference. Yeah, they missed the playoffs by eight games or nine games because mm. I can't count. But what I'm saying is they're, they're going to – I think they're going to take another step, whether that means they get that eight seed or they're going to be one or two games back. Rather than the – I'm not sure. But, but I think they're going to take that next step. But it's a, a good future to have. And getting Trevor Ariza as a leader yeah. is is a big one. So Smart player. Um. All right, it's 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 time to talk about that other trade. <laughs> yeah, that that other trade. You gonna go over to the clips? Yeah. So I mean, Kawhi Leonard signed with the Clippers, and the whole back and forth was oh so much fun. That's great. And you know, if you weren't, if you were just a neutral fan, and well, no, fan. even like, it was it was entertaining to watch. as just a a lot of Raptors fans were super nervous though. Like that was. And rightfully so, but mostly because no one had any idea what was going on except for Kawhi, I think. And his <laughs> uncle. No, I don't even think his uncle knew all no, of it. No, it's just Kawhi. I think Kawhi knew everything. Mm-hmm. His uncle knew most of it, and everyone else knew nothing. Yeah. But the the move makes sense to me. And it's not I like agree. he ever it's not like he ever lied. It's not like he ever no, he fibbed the home. truth. Mm-hmm. I think it was legit that the Raptors were the second team that he would have signed with had the numerous things that happened didn't happen. He would have been playing in a Raptors uniform. I think. I, I honestly believe that. The Raptors were second on that. Yes. Oh, for sure. But he, he stated before the trade, he stated last year in San Antonio, I want to go back home. Yeah. And I'm not surprised. And honestly, I think it might have been closer to 70-30 than 100% like it was at the beginning of the year. I think the Raptors did such a good job this year at allowing him to Rest. take his time, yeah. get healthy, mm-hmm. feel comfortable. And the, the country, the city they showed him mm-hmm. what we are capable of. And it he thought, maybe I could do this. There's a chance, yeah. And it might it might have got down to sixty forty at one point. I I'm think sure. it was close. I'm sure, but I think that little piece, that the Clippers, yes, but also the, the Clippers' incentive of bringing in another star. Yes, like, that was that was a conversation that he he had with both teams, both teams, and I think Masai wasn't willing to part with. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But I'm not surprised at all that he's back in L. A. No. And for the Clippers, because it's been said, um, and the and the fans that are pissed, I get why you're pissed, but. I don't think you should hold it against him. The guy can do whatever he wants. He's a free agent. He's a fantastic basketball player. And hey, and he, he brought a championship to a city that sucks at winning championships. Yes. Let it go. 
He did. He did more. I think he succeeded in more ways than just bringing us a championship. The the growth of basketball in Canada just increased by tenfold. That's what I'm saying. Like everyone's like, I want to do the Kawhi Claw thing now. I want to be Kyle Lowry doing this. It isn't Vince Carter generation anymore. Saying, well, remember the past. I know, I know, I know. That's, you're... That is such a sad statement. It's not Vince Carter's team anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, it will always be Vince Carter's purple jersey team. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> but That's how I'm going to think until think, I'm 80. But I think the growth... I can't remember. For, like, Nick, I think for oh, our no, generation and before, it was VC. But now it's like... VC and Bosch. Yeah. But now you're like, hey, it's more than Bosch and VC. It's Kawhi. It's DeRozan. It's Lowry. It's help Palka, Saul, big man. Like, Siakam. You know what? There's so many names that you could affiliate with the Raptors and the growth oh, yeah. of the sport. And it's, well, I agree. And I think that's what we should look at is that positivity. No, and that's what I've been saying the whole time. He At no point did he say, I'm signing here and then go somewhere else. No, he at didn't. No do, point did he, he didn't say, do the DeAndre Jordan thing where he agreed in a contract and went somewhere else. Yeah. You know what I mean? This I, guy was true to what he wants, true with his family, true with. I mean, yes, there's a little bit of muddling happen. I get it, but the but the thing was, he was muddling both sides. Yes, he wasn't just muddling us. No, his his plan was, I'm going to go in and say, listen, I need a superstar. I would like to play with Paul George. Hmm. He said that to both teams. If you can make it happen. I guarantee I will sign with you. Yes. And the Clippers. Which is which has come out, and that's what he said. And Masai even said the price tag was too high. Yeah. I wasn't willing to part with what they were asking for. Yeah, I wouldn't do it either. And I, no, I agree. And the thing was, he did, Masai did everything right. Mm. From the DeRozan trade, which a lot of people didn't like at the time. Because DeRozan was one of the few players who re-signed with the team. That wanted to be here. Right? And, yes, it sucked losing DeRozan. But but look what happened. But you got an even better player, even for one season. You got the, in my opinion, the best player in the league last year. Yes. When he played. Yes. He showed it in the playoffs. And he raised your team from contender to champion. In a year. One year. He made him better. I I know why people were mad. I get. Oh, I get it. But I, I you get know, it. you lost the loyalty of a thing, but I think you gained respect from the league. No, absolutely. I I totally get it. I'm I'm I have no problem with saying that he is one of the greatest rappers to ever play, and he only played for one season. Yeah, definitely top five. But the trade that we talked about, the Paul George trade, mm-hmm. did actually happen with the Clippers, and that's why he signed there. And the trade is a record haul. It's ridiculous. It's stupid. So let's let's go through it. So they got two players, mm. Danilo Gallinari, and the one that I'm very surprised that they gave up was Shea Gil- Gilchrist Alexander, the yeah. Canadian boy. I'm a little surprised on that one. Too. He's a good young player, and he had a he had a good year last year. Mm. I was a little surprised he was turning. Anyways, those were the two players. Then there was 2021 first round pick, 2022 first round pick, 2023 first round pick. Another 2023 first-round pick, 2024 first-round pick, 2025 first-round pick, and 2026 first-round pick. And then rights to swap two picks, 2023 and 2025? Is that what it says there? It doesn't say which two, no. but Here. there's yeah, there's but two the two picks have the right to be swapped. That's seven first-round picks. 
<laughs> you can build an entire franchise with those. Yeah. Now, granted, they're going to be low first-round picks because the Clippers are going to be good for the first couple of years. Yeah, but still. Maybe still a first-round pick. Still a first-round pick. pick. And you can use those first-round picks to trade up in the draft. Yes. Go figure. Hell, you can even you know, get rid of two or three and say, hey, you know what? We want this player. <laughs> we want him. Um, Yeah. Like, they retooled. Now they we have... We thought the Davis trade was a huge haul. Look at this Which one. it was. It was. It was massive. And then this one came out, and you're like, <laughs> this one came out and you're like well... Pardon my language, but shit. Yep. Now, the rest of their roster worries me. Mm. They don't have a whole lot. Uh, Mo Harkless, okay. Uh, I mean, they got Lou Williams, so yeah, he'll be the sixth man of the year again. Probably. <laughs> um, Shemet had a good first year, but nothing crazy. Robinson. Another good first year. Nothing crazy. Uh, Montrez Harrell. The, the Cab- Cabin Gale, the, mm. the draft pick, he'll be good. I, I have full faith in him. Um, Zubak, Patrick Beverly. Like, it, it, it's nothing special. So let's, they're another team that are in the Lakers. I don't know. But if you're comparing player by player. I think the, the Lakers are better. There we go. I think. Yes. On paper, on paper, yes, <laughs> on but paper, we don't know what's yes. going to happen. Again, but the difference is, do you does this come down to coaching then? Is Doc Rivers a better coach than Luke Vogel or whatever his name is? Or Vogel. Vogel, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Because when has Doc succeeded? When he was with the Celtics, and that's about it. And who was on that team? The core. Yeah. Did he really need to coach? He had to make substitutions. I mean, <laughs> defensively made them better, but... Okay, I'll give you that. But you're not going to make this team better defensively. You have two of the best defensive players in the game. They're already really good, yeah. So what, On does, paper, he, the what, does, what does he offer? I don't know. To but be at the same time, I don't know what Frank Vogel offers either. Yeah. But they loaded him up with some... Both teams are loaded with superstars. Mm. I'm worried about the secondary cast. From both teams, mm. and rightfully so. Um, the other trade, the other big trade that happened, which isn't as big, but I figured we should probably talk about it. Mr. Was- Russell Westbrook mm-hmm. got moved. Yeah. And he's now a... Houston Rocket. Houston Rocket, playing with James Harden. Who his gets former the ball? teammate. I have no idea. <laughs> Who the hell gets the ball? I, I don't know if you saw the, the little funny teasers from 2K, whatever. Um, yeah, I where saw it. was it, like yeah. they're fighting over the ball. I, it. <laughs> I was, it was like, good. well, it might happen. It was good. No, I, I thought it was funny. Um, but, okay, if you're the coach, who gets the ball? The guy who's been there for such a long time or a guy who's going to get you a triple-double? Who's a better shooter? Who do you want on the wing? I don't know. Like it, It's so much to take in. The trait to me was stupid. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense for either team, though. I think it, it came down to Paul. I, I, or, sorry, let me correct that. I think it makes a little bit more sense for OKC. Because they got two, three first round, four first round picks. Mm. Right? They got the 2021, 2024, 2025, and 2026. 
Now, two of those are top four protected, and they have a right swap to the 2021 pick and the 2025 pick with Houston. So, whatever. E- either way, like, I just don't... That doesn't for make- for Houston, it didn't make sense at all. No. They needed- no, Russell's a good player. Don't get me wrong. But is he that big of an improvement over but Chris Paul? No, but they needed someone else. They needed a better shooter. They needed... They a need better another, defender. They needed a three and D guy. They needed Trevor Ariza, basically. They needed Danny Green. Yeah, to be fair, they lost out on that one too. They needed Danny Green. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't get it. I think the Thunder for the future just got better. But I don't know. It doesn't. It didn't make sense to me for Houston. Yeah. Like I, if you're looking to move Chris Paul, which I get, that's okay to do. But go younger, get better. They went slightly younger. <laughs> yeah, but it's about the and same. And slightly money. better. Yeah, okay. But, but Paul's not, not sh- enough to give up Paul and four first-round picks. No. I don't know. It's, it's, it, 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 they're it's in the win-now mode because they're like, well, now the Golden State Warriors just got weaker, so maybe we can actually beat them this year. Yeah, but can you beat them without – it? I don't know. I just yeah, – I struggle understanding I think it was basketball a trades. But there were some good way. trades, yes, but this one just – I don't get it. Yeah. But that's where we're at in the NBA, and it's been uh, a crazy summer, and now we just have to sit and wait and see what happens come game time. Yeah, be nice. And I think as much as there's been some crazy trades and we want to assume that those teams are going to do really well, I think there's more question marks going into this season than in the last five, six years combined. Yeah. Especially with a massive offseason like this one. It's, yeah, there's more. There's nothing set in stone. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. I think actually the only team that's set in stone is the Bucks. I think the Bucks are going to be first in the East again next year. Yes. Not, I, th- I think they're the only team that I'm going to say set in stone. That's where they're going to finish. Which, Can I'm see. just saying that two or three years ago. <laughs> the Bucks sucked, no. But right, like, but legitimate. They did. I don't know what's going to happen in the West. No. And the East, outside of the Bucks. I could see four teams finishing second. Right? Mm-hmm. I have no idea. But I think the Bucks are are the only lock, in my opinion, to finish. But this is good, though, because the last couple of years, or even the last 10 years, oh, yes, you parody is great. Yeah. <laughs> As we saw in the NHL. Yeah. Parody is great for entertainment value. Mm-hmm. But when you get the Ch- Portland Trailblazers playing in the conference final, how much draw are you getting? Nationally. Nationally. You're not. not. When you see the um, Raptors playing in the final, outside of Canada, how much draw are you getting in them? No. Yeah. I was taking a deep breath because I'm thinking because I know internationally. Oh, yeah. Especially with the work that Masai's done. Yeah. Yeah. But nobody in the States wanted to watch it. Nobody wanted the Raptors Here's my thing. The league doesn't care about international. No. They They should. They will. No, they should. Yeah, they don't yet. So that's something that has to be figured out. Regardless, it'll be a fun season. I, I want to throw one question out to you there. Oh no, that's never good. No, no, it's just a simple question. Toronto has done wonders in the basketball market in Canada. Do you think adding a Vancouver-based team or a Montreal-based no. team or no? I don't would really, you, well, a, I don't think it will happen. Would you add another Canadian team though? Oh yeah, I would. Add, I would go back to Vancouver, but. It won't happen. 
I'm saying it right now. It won't happen in our lifetime. I think there's a more chance that... Unless the NBA all of a sudden decides to add five teams, it ain't coming back here. It should. I, I was out in Vancouver. Hmm. I wore the Grizzlies jersey everywhere. They loved the team. It wasn't it's, It wasn't it's, attendance that cost them their team. No. It was management abuse. Regardless. Well, I, I hope we see it. I do. Yeah. Especially I, after this year. I, I really do. It'd be nice. But, hey, if it's going to stay in the States, why why even touch it? Yeah. Okay. Um, Let's flip over quickly, 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 quickly to the first week of Premier League soccer. Woohoo! We made it. Yay. I only had to wait a couple of months. <laughs> we made it. Um. The transfer deadline was kind of crazy. Uh, <laughs> Leading up to it, there's a lot of last-minute deals. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. EPL transfer deadline. But, you know, some teams got better. Some teams made some questionable moves, and Chelsea still has a tra- transfer ban. So. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? They, they kind of knew what they were getting into at the beginning of the season, so I, I, you can't really... No, I don't blame them for blame that. them. But they did they got some money to come in to recoup any lost money or whatever they're or put that into keeping their players rather than loaning them out or whatever's yeah. happening. But I mean if you look at some of the big guys, uh David Luiz. Uh <laughs> okay. I was a little surprised by the move, but he fl- he flipped over to Arsenal uh and joined Kieran Tierney, who which I think is a, a very good fantastic signing. Very, very They're going to be very up. dangerous. Um, Lo Celso and Ryan Sessignon joined Spurs, which I think Sessignon, given the right opportunity, could be one of the best right wing backs in the league. He's a left-footed player, though. I know. Interesting. Yeah, it could work. But they have Rose, who plays down the, l- yeah. the left, so I think Sessignon is going to play right. And if, take they c- up, if they're uh, keeping Rose past this season. Still. Let him play, but you let him play. Yeah. Um, Alex Iwobi went over to Everton. Everton's trying to get past that, the next step. And then Lukaku is now no longer a Red Devil. He's going to play for the best manager possible, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, and it, there's been a lot of talk about the um, Lukaku and all that fun stuff over the last little bit with the whole Dybala thing and then him wanting to go to Inter and then him wanting to go to Juventus. It's been a lot. And him not training with the squad and... Going back to listen, Belgium. Yeah. I have... I had no problem keeping him. No, me neither. But... I also have no problem getting rid of him. I agree. Which is... That is like the weirdest counterproductive statement I've ever made. But... My my thinking here is, if we keep him, or if we kept him, mm. he is a solid striker. He can score. He knows how to put the ball in the net. He pu- he works his butt off when he's on the field. He's he makes mistakes and he's very out there when he does. But still, he's a there. solid player. Whether he's starting or he's coming off the bench, especially when it comes down to depth for United. Yeah, but looking at the roster we have now. Mm. I'm okay with letting him go. And it comes down to the growth of 
Greenwood and Chong. I think that have mm-hmm. given me the ability to say, I'm okay. It's not perfect. No, you're going to miss at least a couple goals. But, but now Rashford gets to play as a striker. Yes. So how many goals is he going to make up? He'll cover it. Right? He's more deadly. Chong and Greenwood and uh, James come in. Hmm. Uh, we didn't need another striker. We have enough. Hmm. What we needed was a midfielder, and we didn't really ad- address that. And that's that's another issue. But that's, for that's just the United thing, though. They don't... Yeah. But bringing in Juan Bissaka was a great move. Fantastic in the preseason. I am skeptical about $80 million for Maguire. Uh, big question mark. Not... Not that I don't think Maguire is a good defender, and I don't. My my issue is I don't know if he's worth eighty. He's not, in my opinion. I don't think he is. I think the best, in my opinion, the best defender in the English game. Actually, one of the best defenders in the world. I don't know if he's the best, but one of the best defenders in the world is Virgil Van Dijk. Hands down. I don't know if I would pay eighty for Virgil Van Dijk. See, I would. I'm I'm in the seventy to seventy five range in my head. If it's to outbid somebody, I would pay eighty million for him. Outbid, fine. But the flat fee of eighty million, you flat. I would probably say he's he, his value as a player hmm. is seventy to seventy five. Okay, that's that's my opinion, and I totally get, and I'm happy to listen to everyone else, and I have no problem being persuaded otherwise. But in my opinion, money in the new day and age goes to goal scorers. You don't, you don't, you don't normally goal. pay 100, 150 million for a center back. So that's why the best defender in the EPL is only worth 70 to 75 million in my mind in today's market. Okay. Again, I'm happy to have that conversation oh, no, and I'm not I'm not saying that I'm dead set it has to be that way. But Virgil van Dijk's miles better than Harry Maguire. He's miles ahead of a lot of defenders. I agree, but yeah. I'm, I'm just using. But I, I understand. I'm just saying the Maguire one. That's the level, yeah. But you're right. I think the market is for the hazards of the world. It's Absolutely. For the Ronaldo's I, and of you the know what? That's fine. I, I get it. And because you the same need goals, reason. right? I get it. And that's the same reason that I, coming through the system, was never valued because I wasn't flashy. It's mm. the flashy players that get money. Yes. Right. So that's why you'll see some of these young defenders, these young wingbacks, are now flashy. And they're going to start getting That's more money. That's why Bissaka's worth is almost forty-five to fifty million, right? Oh there. yeah, I think that was a great move. Great, no, I, I think agree. it was a great move. He's young; he can grow. He's he's not perfect yet, but but he's he's an upgrade over Ashley Young. <laughs> and everyone, I'm an upgrade over Ashley Young. Yeah, uh, really I love Ashley w- Young. Don't get me wrong, but he's, he's how is he, he still there? Run. He can't run. How is he still there? Because he can't get rid of him. No one wants him. That's, that's, there's an easy statement right there. No one wants him. Toss and he's him not going to retire. A, uh, he's not going to retire. Toss him into an, a team struggling. Like, but no help. one wants him. Damn it. <laughs> try to get rid of no him. No one wants to pay the money. Anyways. In so terms of valuation of Harry Maguire, I don't think he's $80 million and I agree with you. Yeah. He's more 45 to 50 I actually think he's 55 to 60 maybe even 65 Okay. He's, he's a top... Is it because of his... Five or ten defender... Center back. Is it because of his World Cup year? Is is no. that why he's so good? Or is it just no. because overall he's a very good defender? I think positionally he makes, he he's makes, very good. He's not he's not super quick, so he has to be really good positionally. And he's very, very good in the air. Yes. He's one of the best defenders in the air in the EPL. Well, he makes United's back line a much needed upgrade, yes. Compared to a Chris Smalling and a Phil Jones. Yes. 
But is he that big of an upgrade over Bailly? Who has? We don't know. But Bailly hasn't been healthy. No, I, think I know. That's why I'm saying we don't yeah. know. And we have the young guy that a lot of people keep forgetting about in Tuanzebe. Now he's very, very young. He's always on loan. Yeah, but he's he's but he's, 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 he's here now. He's here. Yeah. He's here now. So I think, a they need to sell Jones for a bag of balls, yes, or a pump. I'm not really. I don't really care. One of the two. Free transfer. Let's go. Let's get rid of him. Well, no, but you can get something for him. You can. So get something for him. Doesn't have to be his player value, but get something for him. Get rid of him in January, because he's a liability in that back line. He's not. He's not the worst defender ever. Don't get me wrong, no. but he's he's a liability in our back line because we make. We can't have mistakes coming from our back line. Yes. Smalling, everyone rips on him. I like Smalling. Do you? I do. I've always liked Smalling. See, I've never been a fan, and I think that's what it is. And I understand that. And he makes mistakes, and it kills me. But he's a cleaner defender than Phil Jones. Absolutely. And that's why, if we're getting rid of one, yeah, it has to be Jones. And you keep Smalling as a depth guy. Which, you know, putting him in an FA game or a Carabao Cup game, he's going to be a good defender. Or have him come off the bench if someone gets hurt. Yeah. Like, he's he's a solid enough defender to play off the bench. I don't, yeah, yes, he probably shouldn't start for United. But he's a solid enough defender to be on the but team. But you get rid of Jones before you even touch oh. him. Not even, that's not even a question. Yeah. Um, but Tuanza Bay is the third guy, in my opinion, behind Maguire and Lindelof right yeah. now. Because I'm not, I'm not counting Bailly because he's hurt. And he's going to be out for four, four to five months. He's not part of the equation right now. No. That's another question that comes up in January. Do you move Bailly? For what, though? Just You could probably get him. You could probably move him for 35. He hasn't been healthy in two years. But what do we pay for him? About the same? No. We, do we pay, pay more. Do we? I think it was 45 50. Right? I, thought like, I thought it was less than that. How much do you need to pay for Bunny? Thirty million. Was it thirty? Yeah. I thought it was more. No, they got him for a very cheap deal. Okay, so you might be able to move him for twenty five. Yeah. You, you lose f- five mil. For a guy who hasn't been healthy, yeah, well, might as well right. take that risk. It's one of those things that that question comes up. I think it depends on how the first half of the season goes and if Tuanzebe gets into games and plays well. Hmm. That that question now is gone. I think it. I think it becomes you move him. Because then you have Lindelof, who's still young. Fast. He's quick. He'll, he'll make up Maguire's right? speed. Maguire's 27 or 28, regardless. He's still under 30. Good side of it. But you get two years out of him. Mm. That's just in my hypothetical mind here. You get two years out of him. That gives Tuanzebe two years. Gives Lindelof two more years. Lindelof's then 25. Tuanzebe's 23 or 24. Then you pass it off to those two. Eventually, yeah. Try to recreate a solid backline. Right. They have the tools and for Juan it. Juan Bissaka is there. Luke Shaw on the left. Dallow is also still in the mix. Yeah. And he's young. Like they have, they have some good pieces. It's just how they mesh together and how they play. And, and that's why I think the only thing that they need to look for come January is a midfielder. To re- at least to replace Ender Herrera's. If anything. No. To replace Matic. Replace everybody. Because he's he's old and useless. And he should not be starting for United. But, he but he's going to. He will start. 
I think tomorrow's starting lineup, and this is this is what I think they're going to go with, not who I think should start. Because mm. in my opinion, Maguire should not start. No, he's still not fit. Not that, because he is fit, because he was training with Lester. Yeah. He's only been with the team for five days. You should not start a game until you've been with a team for at least a week. Call me crazy. I know. Regardless, the starting lineup tomorrow is probably going to be De Gea and Net. Big shocker there, I know. Just, I was a little surprised with that one, but yeah. That was a big shock. Um, Shaw out left, Maguire, Lindelof, Juan Bissaka. Yeah. Right? I am not. I wouldn't be surprised if that was what it is. My opinion, two hands of base should start over okay. Maguire because Maguire hasn't been there. I'm not saying he plays the whole game. I think Maguire comes in and plays the second half or do from think, 60 minutes onward. Do you think Smalling onward. starts over, though? No. No. No, because no, uh, Solskjaer really likes two hands of base. So that's why I think he should start. Okay. So we're also playing a Chelsea team that I'm not sure about. Yes. Anyways. Okay. Midfield. Midfield. I'm playing with the 4-3 or 4-2-3-1 or 4-3-3 that we've been playing. Three in the midfield and then mm-hmm. one striker with two wingers. Yes. So my midfield that I think we're going to see, it's probably going to be Matic. Pogba. Mm. And I hate to say this, but probably Mata to start. Okay. What it should be, in my opinion, yeah. this, this is all my opinion. Yes, Please yes, remember yes, that. Yes, yes. It should be McTominay, Pereira, and Pogba. Pogba. With McTominay and Pereira playing the back two and Pogba playing the one in front. Giving him free range. Mm. That's That's my opinion. But the way those two played at the end of the season, mm. and the fact that Maddich can't run, and we signed him that's, again, that's who should. Yes, it's not going to happen. My front three. It's going to be Martial out left, Rashford down, Rashi the, down the middle, James Daniel James out right with Greenwood coming on at some point. Sanchez back. I don't give a shit. He's never he's never playing in a United <laughs> kit unless it's a Carabao Cup game against not even Carabao Cup. FA Cup game. In January. No, in November when we're playing the first round game that we play. Wherever oh. whenever our first game is in the English FA Cup. Okay. I I'll let him play that game. He's never playing a meaningful EPL game. He's never playing a Champions League or Europa game ever. He means He will never play a Carabao Cup game. They need to just release him. Cut him. I don't I don't care. You're not getting any value from him. Get rid of him. He is a useless if player. You cut him, you have to pay the rest of his salary. I don't care. Pay it. I don't think that's what... See, that's the problem with... But you, you keep there. him, he has to be on the bench. Yeah, but that's the problem with management is they're not willing to take... I know. And that's the problem. I I understand that. That's, that's, I, I get it. Yeah. I, I understand that. I'm not... They want to recoup... The, the payment that they paid for these players. That's why they, they held off on Lukaku for such a long time. It's just, it's not going to happen no, until I, they get the money. They I spend. get yeah. that. Yeah. But he's a useless player. You're basically, and the problem is, because he's valued so much, you have to keep him on the bench. Which means that's another bench spot that you don't have for a player who's actually worth something to you. Well, do you take that risk and just not even bring him in? Or no, they, have they can't. To have, they have to have no. him there. If if he is on your roster because of his value mm. and the contract, mm. he's on your bench, which is stupid. 
buy him out. That's what I'm saying. Mm. Buy him out. Get rid of him. Because he's not going to play a game. That means anything. And if, I swear to God, if he starts tomorrow. He's not, still not back from his vacation as of like a couple of days ago. At this point, I don't think they care about him. <laughs> they shouldn't. Solskjaer should know better. That the whole upper management in United is another issue, and we could talk about that for years. No. Okay. Um, so that's that's where I stand with United. Mm. Chelsea is another interesting squad. Are they are they a top six team? Though? Yes. Okay. Mostly because I don't think the seventh place team from last year has gotten that much better. Mm-mm. And United was six last year. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. So I I think <sighs> Liverpool City are one two in some variation. I don't know where yet because it's a crapshoot week one. You never know what's going to happen. They're going to be one two. I think Arsenal, after everything that they did at the deadline and mm-hmm. all the players that they brought in this summer, are probably going to be three. You think ahead of Spurs? I think they're ahead of Spurs. Okay. I think it's going to be very tight. It's going to be within like two or three points. Mm-hmm. But I think so. I- in a way, is it is a battle for one and two, and then a battle for three and four between, and then a battle for five and six. Yes. Yeah, that's basically how it's split up now. Yeah, I, I I think I think unless United goes on a massive run, like they did when they when Solskjaer started, if they do a couple of those this year, maybe they sneak into three four. They could. I I don't think Chelsea's better than five. I'd have them at six. Right, I have them at six, but I, I think their peak is five this year. Mm. Especially, and that's not and that's not really a shot at them. They didn't have a, they had the transfer ban. They couldn't bring in a whole lot of players. Pulisic is going to look phenomenal, right? And they have some good young players. There's some very so good it, pieces. It, it'll be very interesting to see how Chelsea kind of forms but this year. I don't know if they like. I think I'm, you're right. I don't think they crack the top four. No, I don't think so. Unless for some reason Arsenal become Arsenal. And just or Tottenham just decides to f- stop playing. Yes, which they they look beatable today for yeah. part of that game against Austin Villa. Did they win that game? I think they won it in the end, but they they looked. Beatable. But you look at the difference. Like you're right. It's 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 basically oh, they won three one. Yeah, wow. you look at the top two being those two teams, which you saw yesterday. Liverpool just was much better. City was much they better. Gave up an early goal, but yeah. but did look much better. You know what I mean? And then uh, City know. scored five. And a half. Yes. But they're great. They look good. Great. So, Tomorrow will be an interesting one. You got Chelsea, United. You're basically playing for fifth and sixth <laughs> at this point. But, no, it's it's week one. Mm. Yes, I think they're probably going to end up fifth and sixth. Yes. But it's week one. So but you start off strong and you put a good showing out. Mm. Who knows? By December, you could be, a, you be there. You can play well. You could be competing. And... Who knows? City could have a bunch of injuries this year. De Bruyne, Aguero, Sterling could all go down. Mm. Let's hope they don't. Right? But I, I'm I'm just throwing stuff out there. Yes. Like Liverpool, Van Dyke could go down. Yeah. Well, Allison just went down. Allison went down. Now I think with their defense, it I could play in net mm. and not It'd be fine. Not cost them that many games. Mm. But still. But like, no, it's a goaltender. It's a big thing. Um, Tottenham. They have what, him healthy. What, hap- what happens if Kane goes down? Well, they lost their backup striker, Llorente. That's what I'm saying. What yeah. what happens? Yeah. Um, 
And then even if you look at Arsenal. I mean, that, that back line hasn't been healthy for years. Yeah, But they brought in uh, Pepe? On the wing. Yeah. So he'll be a good player. Um, Offensively, I don't have an issue with Arsenal. It's just... Yeah, their back line. Hmm. But you lose a couple players and the season changes. It does. United, what happens if De Gea goes down? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you look at City's rough bump last year, they lost a couple of very good players. Fernandinho went down, and that's kind of why they were slowing down a little, right? Right. And Chelsea... Chelsea, I think it might be the only team that if they lose a player, they might not, unless Pulisic goes down. Because mm. they're all pretty much young anyway. Somebody's going to so step they're in. So they're just going to have other people step up. Mm. But even if they, they're, they're, as I said, I think they're six. So it's debatable. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to this season. I'm very upset that. There's no games on Canadian television anymore. It's on uh, DA Zone, Da Zone, right? Yeah, it's dumb. We're not talking about that. It's 150 bucks a year. Gross. That's stupid. Stream what? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, yeah, to do it properly, it's 150 bucks a year. It's like there was. Is is that just for the basic though? Because somebody was saying there's like two different. I don't know. I was just reading something that it was 150. My dad was very upset this morning because he realized that there was... It's the first weekend of the EPL season and there's one game on at 1230? I'm like, yeah, because there's no one. No one has the rights to it. Well, because... And he, he lost his mind. Well, because Sportsnet lost their, their crew of commentators. No, that's not why. No, no, but I'm just saying, like, in general, like, that's what they had to let them go is because it oh, was... Oh, yeah. And TSN, too. Yep. Well, TSN got to keep some of them for the TFC matches. This is dumb. I, I don't like it. I, I understand what the league is doing, right? It's it's a financial financial thing. But you got to understand that there's a whole generation of people that don't stream. Mm. Right? Like, our parents are kind of on that edge. Yeah. No, my my like dad they, will say don't stream. I don't want to get viruses or whatever. The right? Hell no, but yeah. like our, our our parents' generation is sort of on the edge. Like mm. they'll stream Netflix, mm-hmm. right? Mm. They'll stream some stuff, yes. but they don't. Th- they still watch TV. Yes. I mean, we have cable. Yeah, we do too. Yeah. So. I live on cable. Yeah, I think they need to bring it back. Right. Like I, I just think the league should have been smarter and understood. Okay. Yes. Disown is can be our main one. Mm. But we still need a cable. Like one yeah. across North America. You and do. I mean NBC gets one game a week. They they always have one game a week. They get one game a week. Yes, they, yeah. Fine. But what about Canada? Canada doesn't have NBC technically. Technically. We get, we can still see it. Yes. But that's one game out of a possible Ten. 19 20 whatever Ten. a week or whatever. Is it 10 a week? Yeah, sorry, 10. My bad. Sorry, my math. I was like 20 teams. 20 Numbers! <laughs> but it's summertime. You're getting 10% of the games yeah. a week. Oh, I know. And that's that's. And then to make it worse, there's no Champions League to watch because that's also on. Yeah, that was that's a debatable one for me as well. But it's well, If it doesn't work out this like year. I get if you're a small league, like the CPL. Mm. Right, so they're on one soccer. I get that. It's a young league. They're trying to get followers. And where do you get young followers? You go on streaming sites. I get that. You're the EPL. 
you have your to Champions re- League. You don't need just the streaming streamers. You also don't need just the young people. You have loyal fans like my father, who are now up in arms because they can't watch games without paying 150 bucks a year. Is your dad going to stream? Who knows? Debatable. He hasn't. He hasn't figured that out yet. He just found out this morning. So mm. we'll, we'll get there when we get there. Tomorrow will be a very interesting day to see what, how he watches that United Chelsea game. Let's put it that way. It's dumb. Anyways, you're losing a huge population. But yeah. All right. Anything else you want to mention quickly before we uh, wrap no. this bad boy up? No, we've we hit over a little bit, so we're good. Uh, we we don't have a time limit. We no. should, but we don't. <laughs> nah, man, we're good. All right. Well, as always, thank you for joining me, dude. Thanks for having me. Uh, hopefully, we'll be on next week. Yeah, are we doing a tire fire this week? Nah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll save it. We'll do tire fires next week. Cool. Um, Kyle should be back. Hopefully, he's not going to a cottage, so he should be back. Yeah, I think it's my last weekend with you guys next week. In studio. In studio, in studio. Don't say that because he will still be calling in. I'm going to make him. I'm going to call in. I'm going to make him call in. <laughs> no, in studio will be my last week next week. If we Beautiful. Together. Yep. So we'll we'll get that going. and um, Talk some baseball. Talk, talk some baseball. Some the Junior Jays learned some, how to hit. Can't good. pitch, but learned how to hit. Yeah, some good positives for the Jays. Some interesting moves. Some non-moves. So it'll be, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk baseball. We'll talk some more soccer, see how the fallout of week one and that'd be nice fun stuff yeah. um quickly get kyle's opinion on the nba yes yeah yeah maybe get tj on here if we can especially with yeah, his maybe. nba expertise we'll see yeah, we'll, we'll see, see how that goes yeah anyways thank you always for listening we will be back soon <laughs> yep uh, from all of us here at garage door sports we will see you next time cheers